Welcome everyone to Rakuraku Japanese, a podcast where I do not teach the Japanese, but rather talk about my experience of learning this language and the journey I'm still in, and maybe share some tips and advice for those who are thinking of learning Japanese or already learning it. I am your host, Idana Hasanova. Today, I want to talk about one of the most crucial parts of any language learning, which is expanding your vocabulary, aka learning new words. Apparently, vocabulary is going to be your greatest weapon in both understanding others and expressing your own thoughts. At the same time, I know that trying to memorize so many new words from a foreign language can be a very difficult task. But I do have some tips based on my own experience of learning Japanese words and based on my experience when I used to learn English intensively. I want to kind of divide this episode into two parts. First, I was thinking of talking about where to find new vocabulary in the first place. And then I will move on to discuss some ways that I used to memorize words like space repetition. And I think many other people use it too, not only to remember words, but also when they want to prepare for their exams. Okay, let's then start. There are roughly two ways you can find new words that you can learn and add to your vocabulary. The first one is using ready-made lists or compilation of words. For example, on the internet, you can find list of words for a specific topic like education, travel, food, family, and so on. Or you can find lists like JLPT and five verbs, essential JLPT and four adjectives, nouns, and so on. The second method is learning new words in context. It means that this time you are going to increase your vocabulary not using list of words, like compilation of words, but through real input. Basically, you listen to something in Japanese or read anything in Japanese, you will encounter some words that you don't know. And then, for example, you can look them up in dictionary and maybe copy it somewhere else, for example, in your copybook where you will keep all your new vocabulary. So I think that when you're a complete beginner, for the time being, it might be a good idea to start with the first approach because at this point, your vocabulary is essentially zero. And you might want to increase your basic vocabulary using ready-made lists. Otherwise, you would have to check every single word when you are reading something in Japanese as a beginner. But then again, you can do whatever suits you best. You might try right away jumping into immersing yourself fully into Japanese language. Personally, as I mentioned in the previous episode, I started with a list of JLPT and five words. There were roughly 800 of them and I learned 500 of them. I just tried to learn all the words in that list. And it was really helpful because from that list, I learned the most frequently used words and then moved on to a bit higher level activities. However, after that, after you use some ready-made lists, I suggest you to start contextual acquisition of vocabulary as soon as possible. And here there are several reasons why I think it's generally the best approach, and I would like to discuss them in more detail, but before, let me quickly describe the process itself. 
For example, I'm watching Onomapu's YouTube video. Onomapu is a very funny YouTube channel where a Japanese boy speaks on different topics in a very clear and understandable Japanese. And most importantly, he has both Japanese and English subtitles and in some other languages as well. I will uh, leave the link to his channel in the description of our episode. So yeah, for example, I'm watching his video on a certain topic and while listening, I hear a word that I don't know, right? Although I do understand the context, I do understand the whole sentence, but there is a word that I don't know. And then, in this case, I look at the subtitles and see it's kanji, or maybe just hiragana, and read the translated sentence. You can already roughly understand the meaning of that word already, but also make sure to check it on dictionary. I use the website called jisho.org, I will leave the link as well. I use it to see if that same word has some broader meaning or some alternative meanings. And then I might copy that word, including kanji, pronunciation in hiragana, and the English meaning translation in my workbook. The roughly the same procedure applies when, for example, you're reading. I'm, for example, I'm reading a passage in Japanese, I encounter some unknown kanji, I check it on dictionary, jisho.org, and so on, and maybe decide to copy it to my workbook. So this is the procedure itself, and now the first reason why I think that acquiring vocabulary through input, through context, is the most effective method is that, first of all, when you have a context, you can understand the meaning, the usage, and nuance of the word or phrase more fully. For example, when you just have a plain list of the words, like for example from the internet, all of them are just isolated words without any context. Here you just have the pronunciation and the translation. Uh, for example, the word shitsurei. You might learn it as a word that means rudeness or impoliteness, but if you listen to conversations a lot, you might notice that Japanese often say, for example, shitsurei shimasu when they want to politely enter or leave the room or when they want to interrupt someone. And there are many other similar examples when knowing a word or phrase in context is very important. But as you can see, learning in context helps you understand the words, nuances and the color more fully. The second reason is actually very simple. When you learn by list, you learn the meanings of words one by one. You understand their meaning, yes, but you might not 100% be able to use them to construct some meaningful sentences. But when you acquire vocabulary in context through input, you're not just learning the meanings of words, the words themselves, but you're also learning how to use them together in phrases and sentences. So while you acquire vocabulary, you are simultaneously learning grammar, some sentence structure, and patterns as well, which is very important. This is why I think that contextual learning is generally a very cool approach. And third reason, like in the context of our today's episode, is the most important one because uh, I don't exactly know why, but the words that you learn from context are so much easier to memorize than the words that are given to you without any context, for example, through lists. Maybe, for example, when your favorite anime character always says Kabe no Soto or Tatakae, you learn these words even without making any effort. Or when you read a manga, there will be some kanji that will be often used again and again, and just by seeing them, you can memorize them. I mean, not the way of writing the kanji in detail, but you'll be able to recognize them when you see it somewhere else. 
And the last reason is that acquiring vocabulary while watching something interesting or reading a story is much more fun than trying to cram and memorize long list of words that you don't know or some grammar rules. So this way of expanding your vocabulary is both efficient and more fun. So yeah, up until this moment, I mainly talked about the approach to find new words. It is through listening or reading stories or conversations. Now I will share what I do next to memorize these words. So when it comes to Japanese words, there is a double work that you have to do. First, you have to somehow know the pronunciation of the word and also the way it looks, uh, aka its kanji. First off, I want to talk about kanji. I noticed that there are two cases that you can have in general. So the first one is when the word the new word that you still don't know consists of all the kanji that you already know but this time it's just a new combination that you haven't seen yet for example if you know kanji for heart for logic and for study and then if you combine all of them you will get shinrigaku which means psychology so this seems pretty logical and easy to memorize right so kanji is difficult in general but on the other hand uh based on the experience here yeah, the more kanji you know the easier it will be to learn more new word. And the second case is when you see a kanji for the first time. Personally, I honestly don't know many other methods to learn to read kanji other than seeing this kanji repeatedly many many times trying to visually memorize it. Personally, it works for me pretty well. When I go through my list of new words every day or when I see some kanji many times, for example in Twitter, I will get to remember the kanji pretty well. Uh, but the pronunciation is a bit different topic. Sometimes you immediately learn the way some word is pronounced and basically never forget it. But sometimes there are words whose pronunciation is similar to others, so this is why it's hard to do so, you constantly forget. In such cases, I again try to think of some memorizable or creative or some easy way to memorize it. And so I try to create some associations. For example, the word shoutai, which means true character, is similar to the word shoukai, which means introduction. So I kind of like knew one word previously, but I didn't know the other one. So And then I tried to link them together. And then every time I see a new word, I try to think of the word that I already know. So this why it is easy to memorize a new word the way it is pronounced. So And you might create any kind of associations. You might create seal associations in your minds. It doesn't matter as long as it works for you. As long as it is easy to memorize this certain word or phrase, any association in your mind will work. So yeah, we talked about how to memorize the word, but it was more about short-term memory. Our memory is not perfect. You might think that today you have successfully memorized the words, but if you check yourself the next week, it is likely, it is very likely that you will forget the word if you don't revise it regularly. So we naturally tend to forget things, especially when it comes to learning foreign words. And here the solution is in the technique called space repetition. It is a very popular technique, actually. Theoretically, the idea is that you review vocabulary in specific intervals. For example, if you learn a new Japanese word today, you might review it tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, and then a few days later, and then a week later, and so on. And as much as I know, there is some also research evidence that such a way of learning is indeed effective. It prevents forgetting the words easily. There is also a very popular tool, for example, in learning languages, which is called Anki, where uh, there is this is an app application where they use flashcards and the technique of space repetition. 
This app will remind you to review your vocabulary at specific intervals. I personally don't use Anki or some similar tools, so I generally try not to complicate anything. I just have a separate document of only kanji words without their pronunciation and without their translation, so I go over each of them trying to recall each word by memory. In other words, I kind of like test myself. I try to do it often, sometimes every day, but then after several days or after a week when I'm more or less confident that now I remember this kanji, this word very well, I don't revise them that often because there are more new words and I have to move on to a new set of words that I have to now learn. Also, sometimes I do have this habit when I add more and more new words into my document or my workbook, but then I forget to learn them or revise them. And then I still add more and more new words while there are still previous words that I haven't learned yet, that I didn't even look the second time right. What helps me in this case is simply to remember that learning at least 10 words every day is going to make a huge difference in the long term. And as you know, words are anyway one of the, if not the most important pillars of any language. So, but in general, I'm sure there are many, many other different ways people acquire vocabulary, but this is the method that I follow and the one that I like. But to sum it up, when you're a complete beginner, you might consider learning new words using list of beginner words from the internet. After that, I suggest you to move on to learn new words in context in through input, for example, through attentive listening and reading. It will be even better if these are some interesting stories. So yeah, some linguists say that stories generally are very effective in language acquisition. For example, short stories, tales, YouTube vlogs, or mangas, animes, and so on. By the way, also for reading, I suggest you a website with graded readers in Japanese called tadoku.org. They have short books for all levels and they are completely free. I also talked about how I try to memorize kanji as well as pronunciation. Finally, I shared the technique called space repetition that will help you not to forget newly learned words. So I hope it was a bit helpful. Thank you very much for listening to this episode and stay tuned for the next one.